Next on BYU Sports Nation, what is the ideal time for BYU to name a starting quarterback? Why not ask the quarterback's coach, Aaron Roderick? He's given us a timetable. Who's your BYU Sports MVP and Rookie of the Year? I guess that can include a redshirt freshman. Ah, yes. The People's MVP, Brian Logan, back to discuss what in the world to expect from the BYU football defense. And we're one-on-one with quarterback Bo Hodge. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Get your caffeinated soda ready. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Tuesday, June 26th, wherever and however you're connected. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with a man whose life is set to a hit song by the group Eiffel 65, Jerem Jordan. What song do they sing? I'm blue, da boo dee Oh, that one. <laughs> Would you call that aqua? Yeah. Not teal. Yeah, or yeah. Aqua. A- aqua blue. Aqua lung. You really are the Studio B wardrobe coordinator. If you I can am? pull out aqua on the spot like that, yeah. Yeah, I think you have some aqua in Thank your you. shirt as well. Should we just call it water? Water blue? That's what aqua is. <laughs> aqua? <laughs> no. Aqua? Aqua? <laughs> Aqua is very different than Agua, right? (laughs) G or Q? I get them mixed up. When was the last time you heard that song by Eiffel 65? Uh, Like 20 seconds ago when you sang it. No, the real song. Oh, before that? Yeah. That wasn't real? It's not constantly playing in your head. That was real. Right? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. When's the last time you heard it? Probably 15 years ago. That long? I think we need to... We need to key it up at some point. Commercial break. We'll do that. Why? Because. Blue. Everybody's blue here, right? We are? <laughs> are we on? Oh, this doesn't make any sense to me at all. We started? What time is it? Yes. And this yeah, is, we're on. And this is Agua. <laughs> all rise oh, and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Football Media Day has come and gone, but not without some new insight into the naming of a starting quarterback. BYU has exactly how many days to figure that out? Countdown to the Wildcats. 67. See, that's got some syncopation to it. Yeah, I felt like we needed one. we needed to have a miniature discussion. We did before, before we had. We this did before one. on that one. Yeah, yeah, to determine that. Yeah, most of the time we can just do it in the moment. Sixty-seven is kind of weird. <laughs> like most of the show. Yeah, <laughs> quarterbacks coach and passing game coordinator Aaron Roderick, with those sixty-seven days, recently made the media rounds and set in place some expectations as to when the starting QB QB one will be named this fall. Here is the OG A-Rod with the Zone Sports Network on that topic. We have a good plan in place for fall camp to whittle it down a little bit more after a week, ten, maybe two to two and a half weeks and have, have a starter. And uh, we may or may not announce who that starter yeah. is before Arizona, but we, we have a good plan in place to know who our starter is going to be approximately two weeks into it. Okay, a couple of weeks. Also from Media Day, A-Rod made a similar statement on Behind the Mic with Greg Rebell. Well, it would be great to know who our quarterback is, you know, two weeks into camp. That would be ideal. We can adjust that a little bit. If it's clear after 
if it's clear before that, then great. If it takes a little bit longer, then that's what, you know, we'll have to work through it. But I think within a couple of weeks, we should be able to figure it out. From the mouth of two interviews, Jerem, Aaron Roderick thinks that the timetable is a couple of weeks in default camp. Mm-hmm. How soon would you like to see a starting quarterback named for BYU football? I think two weeks is great. You need two weeks of practice to see what you're doing. And by the way, BYU reports for camp Wednesday, August 1st, and fall camp begins Thursday, August 2nd. So we are not that far away from this, which is very exciting. About five weeks. I think two weeks is fine. You need the two weeks to figure out who you got. You need a full week of him as the guy before the week of prep for Arizona. So it's basically a four-week stretch there. And then, and then you've, well, I guess you got the half week, three full weeks, like I said, and then you're the week of Arizona. So who the guy will be, we don't know. But I, I like that the timeline is two weeks. I think that's fair. A week is too soon. Three weeks is probably too long. But ultimately, if they don't know who the guy is or the guy hasn't emerged, they won't name him until he emerges. That much has been clear from everybody, which is whoever is the guy will have earned it. Aaron Roderick has done this for a long time. I trust the timeline. If he feels like two weeks is the way to go, he's been around the game long enough. He's worked with enough quarterbacks that he knows exactly what he's doing. Two weeks seems like, like you said, it seems like a great amount of time. And for an engagement at BYU, that's probably a regular amount as well. Wow. I, if topic for weird. another day. I trust Aaron Roderick. And if he sets the timetable at two weeks, great. So be it. What I'm not a fan of is when you get deep into fall camp and then you get to game number one and are like, who are we going to go with? You know, Maybe we should run both of them out there. I do not like that. Oh, when you I have two, you have none. never, never like that situation. Yeah. So at two weeks, if the starter knows he's the guy, and again, we the might— The team needs to know who's the guy. Is we too. might not know, meaning the media and the general public might not know who the guy is until the coaches get into game week or whatever. It's 2018, the water leaks. Typically it leaks out. Yeah. You're right. Typically it leaks out. But who knows if they come out and tell everybody or if it's just the team, as long as the guy is in place and he knows, okay, I'm the guy, the coaches stand behind me firmly as the starter, that's a big deal for the team and the quarterback to get used to. They need that. They need that solidarity as they go into a season, especially – when you're opening the season against three Power 5 teams in a row, two of those on the road, you've got to have your guy. It'd be nice to know who that guy is now, but there are a few new guys in the mix, right? So they're going to give him a shot. Uh, and how many will actually get a shot? We shall see. Last night, James Harden of the Houston Rockets won the NBA's regular season MVP award. Fun fact, three of the last Woo! four MVPs were either current or former Thunder players. Spencer, who's your BYU Sports MVP for the 2017-18 season? I'm going to go with the guy that... Most people probably don't know a lot about, but should know about. Tell them who it is. He's going to be on the PGA Tour very soon. Patrick Fishburne. In an individual sport, but in collegiate golf, he carried the team. I mean, we talked to Bruce Brockbank, the head coach of BYU Golf. Get that man a massage. And we asked him, how do you sustain this type of success, getting back to the NCAA championship round and winning the West Coast Conference? And he said, uh, just have a guy like Patrick Fishburne shooting the 60s every week. That, that'll do it for you. That'll do, pig. <laughs> Bah ram you. It's one thing to go low a couple of times and to shoot an incredible score and help your team win one event. Patrick Fishburne 
week in and week out in the 60s, leading BYU back into a place they hadn't been in more than a decade, the NCAA championship round, competing for a West Coast Conference championship. Again, the Cougars didn't get it done this year, but they were good enough to get that at-large bid, and then they maximized that behind Patrick Fishburne to get back to the finals for the first time since 2000, I believe 2005. So Patrick Fishburne is my off the radar guy that I think we'll be talking a lot about in future days because of what he's going to do in professional golf. I think he's going to be on the PGA tour. And when we're discussing value, that's always an interesting conversation, right? Who's the most valuable? You yeah, take I, wish Pat- it, I wish it was this best player. You take Patrick Fishburne off BYU men's golf. Forget about it. Last two years. They're an entirely different team. They're not winning the West Coast Conference. They're not going to the NCAA championships. He well, is. He brings incredible value to that team. My pick is from a team that didn't win the league or go to the NCAA tournament as well. Oh, but the value of this individual is great, and that person is Yoli Bryant. Oh, Yoli! Both Bryant. of them, Yoli Childs and Elijah Bryant, which I call Yoli Bryant. Thanks, Dave McCann. Elijah Bryant at eighteen point two a game, six rebounds. Uh, shot 42% from three, 23 game last four. He was awesome. But Yoli Childs was was equally as good as a post player. I thought he was awesome. 17.8 a game, nearly the same number. 8.6 rebounds, 54% from the field. 33 points in the season-defining semifinal win in Vegas against uh, the fighting Australians uh, of St. Mary's. Other nominees, by the way, that came to mind in this. Brendan Sander and Gabby Garcia-Fernandez, men's volleyball. Baseball is Jordan Wood. Every time he went out on the mound, I was like, that's going to be a W. Uh, gymnastics, Shannon Hortman Evans. Women's hoops, Nicole Broadhead. Rory Linkletter, cross country. Among others. There, there are always a bunch of stars at BYU. In this particular year, I don't know that there was like the clear MVP of BYU sports. Like, say, a Jim or Fredette, but that's like a generation-defining situation. But it was a fun year to watch a bunch of stars do their thing in those sports. Absolutely. So I go with... Yoli Bryant. Yes. <laughs> that duo MVP, if we can say that. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the co-MVP deal, but in this case, I couldn't pick one over the other. They were, like, both really good. Yeah. They did a couple of things that we should not overlook. One, that duo ended the losing streak to Utah in basketball. Mm-hmm. Also, that duo as you mentioned, beat St. Mary's that was nice. in Las Vegas was great. at the West Coast Conference Tournament. Those were the highlights of the a season. A couple of short. huge hurdles that BYU had, hadn't done for a while in the terms in, in the case of Utah and then yeah. never done when it came to St. Mary's. There's some bigger hurdles to, to climb, and now that's the next step. Let's go. Jerem, in light, again, of the NBA season awards last night. And wasn't that great? Everybody Two, absolutely after the regular season. loves the timetable of the NBA season awards because giving out regular season awards after the playoffs and the finals totally makes makes sense. It makes sense. Totally. Absolutely. Anyway, who is your BYU sports rookie of the year for the 2017, 18 season? Now, could this player redshirt or not? Sure. Why not? (laughs) If Ben Simmons can get it in his redshirt rookie year, Uh, why can't we throw on a redshirt freshman? Fun fact, Bill Simmons of the ringer, has a son named Ben. My guy is Gabby Garcia-Fernandez, completely biased since I called the men's volleyball matches. But Gabby Garcia-Fernandez is my guy. The freshman from Puerto Rico, AVCA Newcomer of the Year, second-team All-American, replaced Ben Patch and Tim Dobbert. Like, 
Those are big shoes to fill. Like, literally, Tim Dobbert, I think, had a size 16 or something. <laughs> he helped lead BYU to the MPSF tournament title, another NCAA tournament appearance, his 51 aces, third most in a season ever at the Brigham. Gabby Garcia-Fernandez was a star right away and as a rookie. Yeah, I like that pick. And he's a true rookie, so right? tr- A true freshman. So true. The truth of his rookiness was so high. Yeah, I'm drinking that agua. That water? My rookie of the year, Matt Bushman. BYU had their worst offensive year in... Just say ever. Was it ever? It might be. Who cares about the 1939 offense? It might be, yeah. (laughs) Yet he found a way to get his name on the 2017 freshman All-American list. That's hard to do when your team's 4-9 and and... Or maybe a stick out more. They have one of their worst offenses ever. Like Matt Bushman was a revelation. He was a light in a very, very dark hallway. Section 139, bro. Matt Bushman is the rookie. Of the- Again, to do what he did with the circumstances around him, perform at a high level, off of a mission, I, I can't say enough about the kid and his work ethic. He's got great hands, rarely, rarely drops a ball. And he's told us that he holds on to the ball really tightly because he's afraid of his mom. She'll get mad at him if he drops it. If he drops it, yeah. Everyone has uh, mom fears to some degree, right? You don't want to make mom mad, okay? Don't make mom mad. Don't make your mom mad. My mom doesn't get mad, though. Hold on to the ball. Yeah, I can't say enough about what Matt Bushman did with uh, all all of the stuff going on around him. Uh, That was really tough. Yeah, hopefully he can uh, have another great season, be one of the, uh, the BYU tight ends that we remember forever. Yeah. Well, and he's marrying uh, Emily Lewis. Has that happened, or is it happening this month? I don't or? know. We need our BYU TMZ uh, team all over that. They, they are married. They, they're married. This yeah. just in. Yeah, uh, I thought so. They did get married, so it's now uh, Emily Bushman of the women's <laughs> volleyball team. So yeah. Chad, how about Chad Lewis? He's like, oh, Matt Bushman's my son-in-law now. This is great. We can talk about being a tight end forever. Yes, and Chad Lewis married an outstanding volleyball player as well. Wow. That was so that this has been in the works for a while. Yeah, then, the I football guess. to volleyball connection. Very nice. <laughs> Our question of the day: Who's your BYU sports MVP? Class of twenty thirty-seven. Maybe it should be Chad Lewis, uh, the matchmaker. <laughs> he's he's getting that donor money and he's connecting. Yes, connected for good. Okay, very nice. <laughs> Who's the BYU sports MVP for the twenty seventeen eighteen season? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At CL underscore living in on Twitter, Yoli Childs. And the 2017-18 season is not his last season. Hashtag thank heavens. It's true. No, it's great to have him back. Half of your answer of Yoli Bryant. Yeah. But do you round up or round down? At Cosmo underscore Cougar on Instagram. He was able to entertain a crowd that Starved for entertainment. He sets the mascot bar very high. Keep rocking it, Cosmo. Well, a little BYU biased. Sports from, MVP. From Cosmo underscore yeah. Cougar. Yeah, is that the but Cosmo account on Instagram? I think Cosmo is like the LeBron James of BYU Sports. He could always win this award, but we give it to other people out of sympathy. Share the wealth. Yeah, because Cosmo is the real MVP, as Kevin Durant once uh, told us. Okay, if you missed Between the Lines Media Day web chats on Friday, you're in luck. The best of is coming up. Brian Logan is in the house, Jim. Let's go. 
You can never predict what will happen when Brian Logan Seriously. joins us on the show. Like, we need security just in case. What's his number one takeaway from Media Day? And what should we expect from the BYU defense this year? We're talking time about the offense. What about the defense? Nice text message during that chat. That was great. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back. BYU Sports Station simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The conversation rolling on social media, like always. Follow at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Use the hashtag BYUSN whenever, however you would like to converse with us. Our question of the day, who is your BYU Sports MVP for the 2017-18 season? At USU Cougar 11 on Twitter. You can't spell Yo Eli without Eli. Leading the Cougs to big wins over the Utes and Gales, these two win MVP in my book. Right in line with you, Jaron. Yeah, Yoli Bryant for the win. <laughs> I love that they know that that's a thing now too. Like they and Yoli they both and Eli absolutely love. They it. tease each other about that. Hashtag BYUS on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. More of your responses later in the show. It is now time, and it is long overdue. It's been a while. To welcome in the man, the myth, the legend, the the great Brian Logan is back in Studio B. Brian, welcome back What's to up, the show. Man, I don't know if I'm great. You make me blush, man. You know, I'm uh, I'm good. I'm good. Good. That. The good Brian Logan. Say that. Okay. You're um. You always wear the tightest clothes, uh, which yeah. I would too if I was yeah, if, you. If you had uh, arms like that, can you show off the grapefruits? Yep, like, right look at that. Get a close up on that. Yeah! Okay, I has got to gain five That's pounds. Incredible. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna gain five more. So, are you in better shape now than you were as a player? Um, so I, I mean, I, from a looks perspective, like yes, for sure. Stronger? Definitely not stronger. I don't. Li- I don't live for for strength. I live. For, I, li- I live for looks. Okay. You know, so so instead, so Obviously. so what you're supposed to do, you know, when you lift weights as a player, is you you know you want to put five pounds, ten pounds, whatever the case is. Functional strength. Right. right. A- a- after every after every single rep, right? With me, I'm like, nope. I'm getting thirty pounds of curls, and I'm just doing those, you know, hundred times. That's it. I just want the pump. Get the pump, and you're good. Okay. Yeah. And I do zero cardio. Zero cardio. Zero. Zero. Yeah. I mean, when you when you play under Bronco Mendenhall, you don't ever want to run, ever. Because he'll make you run enough in practice. Oh, yeah. Even even when my son, my two-year-old, when he runs away from me and my, I get my six-year-old, I'm like, Layton, go get him. I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not running, man, for nothing. You go get him. <laughs> yeah. That's about the only cardio I get to chase, chase <laughs> right. my kids around. And it's always like, oh, come on, yeah. I have to run. Yeah, there he goes. Yeah, there he goes. Uh, Brian Logan is with us on BYU Sports Nation. Let's talk about the BYU defense. So much emphasis and understandably has been placed on the BYU offense, notably at the quarterback position and what Jeff Grimes is going to do in year one as the offensive coordinator and the new coaches along with them. I feel like the defense is just kind of back there, right? What should we expect from the BYU defense in 2018? What is the signature of this, that side of the ball? You know, I, um, I look at the the first year that the, this coaching staff was here and, I mean, we we love the defense. You know, we we gave them a lot of credit, a lot of praise, and you know there was there were some younger guys, um, you know, like Troy that came in, and and you know we were I mean we were surprised uh, of how well everybody did. Um, you know, you saw all the turnovers, right? All the takeaways, and we were like, what? Second in the country, right? Right. We were like, this is crazy. You know, the emphasis, um, you know, that we haven't seen in a while as as, as far as takeovers. And then you know, last year with the offensive 
you know, struggles, um, you know, our understanding is that they had to kind of taper it back a little bit and, and the, the schemes were um, kind of molded around what the offense was doing. So with the hype of the offense, going back to the offense, right, with the hype of, of what we're hearing and, and the change that we hope to see in the offense, I think that's going to allow the defense to go back to what we saw, um, you know, within that first year. So the expectations for me is, is a ball hawking, you know, defense uh, with the emphasis of, of turnovers. Do you think that uh, Don Gonwoloku and Troy Warner playing safety, and there are other guys in that mix, of course, too, with Austin Lee and uh, mm. and others, Tanner Jacobson and guys, Gavin Fowler. Do you think that they can get back to that? Because I feel like Kainakua was the main trigger of a lot of those turnovers yeah. in 2016. Yeah. Himself, like six picks, right? Yeah, it's it's tough, man. That's, that's Kai, dude. Like, Kai is he's a special player. And... Um, I mean, he, you put him in the same, you know, category as, as Kyle, where it's like, how, how can I teach, you know, instincts to, to get, you know, to be in the right place? And uh, can you? No, you can't. You can't. You can't. That's one thing you can't teach. You can't teach that or you can't teach height. <laughs> Those are the two things. Right. And, um, you know, I, I, it, it's a mentality. You know, that's the, that's the best way that you can you can do it as, as far as the coaching staff. But um I, I think I think they can. I think it really just comes down to um, you know having those one or two guys, like you said, maybe not up to the level of Kai, but somebody that you could you know chase, so to speak. It's kind of like a, on a sales team, right? You have your your leader, and he's always putting numbers up on the board, and you're like, oh man, I want to get that guy. I want to I want to I want to catch up to him. And, and everybody's competitive, um, so if one guy can stand out, you know, then then they'll be fine. I don't I don't really like the move of of taking those guys and putting them to to safety. But that's just me uh, personally. Uh, it's it's been you know all over the place as far as talking to guys that are insiders. You know, somebody like like Brandon Bradley, good friend, uh, old teammate. As far as who like who are, who are the corners that are coming in, right? That's uh, the question. That, it is, and 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 even hearing interviews, and I mean, you hear the coaches bouncing around, dancing around. You know, the question, and sounds like they're hoping to bring in um, you know the newcomers, right, to to kind of leverage them, but. I don't know, man. It's it's. I don't like that idea either because I don't like the idea of rotating corners at all. You know that that first quarter to me as a corner, you get to understand the offense. You get to understand the the receiver. Um, you you pick up things that you can't pick up on film. Um, a guy that I do like and I've I've liked for a while is uh, Chris Wilcox. You know uh, he's always in the right place. Um, good good uh, as far as intangibles, things that you want in a corner, quick. Um, fast, uh, you know, needs to work on some ball skills, but I'd I, I like him to come in and, and step up and, and be the guy. Okay, so the safeties, Diane Gawoluku and Troy Warner moving back from the corner position. You said that you don't, you just don't like them playing at safety. Why no, is that? Right. I, I, they, they, they just, to me, they're just established at, at, at corner. You know, we saw what, what they can do. Um, you only get better from there. It's hard to have young guys start at corner. You know, you, you take away Alabama and LSU, like that, that doesn't count, right? Um, but for BYU especially, I, I know when I was here, uh, kind of the model was let's bring in junior college transfer guys and let's have that be the pipeline because, one, you know, it's hard for BYU to get this, uh, the athlete that we need to play corner. Yes, hardest right? position to recruit in my it's opinion. Hardest, it's, the hard, it's the hardest position. Um, and so, you know what, let's, let's go ahead and get JC guys that, um, you know, are going to most likely be black, <laughs> not 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 Mormon, um, but hey, you know, two years is isn't isn't a bad thing 
for somebody who is black and, and, and not LDS, right? As far as, hey, being able to recruit them. So let's just have that pipeline. But you look at it, right? You had me, you had Corby Eason, then you had Preston Hadley, then you had Rob Daniels, right? And on and on and on. And then these guys kind of broke it, right? You had these guys who came in and, and were able to start and play as, as freshmen and do a good job. So, man, to me, that, that, that type of experience is, is, hard to, is hard to find. And there are black LDS corners available, Brandon Bradley and Preston Hadley. Right, yeah. There's not as many, typically, but, yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, it's just, you know, not trying to be racist or not. It's just, it's just science and it's facts. Like, most, get, most, most for that position, you need athletic players. And, you know, you need fast players. Um, and most likely, they're going to be black guys. <laughs> you, you want the best athlete you can get. And right. if it happens to be black, great, whatever. Right? Um, with the timing of naming a quarterback, uh, Aaron Roderick said there's a plan in place to figure out who that guy is after two weeks in fall camp. What do you think of that timing? I think, I think the timing is good. I, as a player, I would have wanted to be earlier. Um, I remember. How much earlier? I mean, if I can go in as a player, if I can go into fall camp and know that this guy's my starter, or even a week, you know, in. Well, in this case, they don't know. So, like, they, they, like, yeah. So I, I would as soon as possible. So maybe, okay. maybe, maybe a week. Um, and, and and this is from a player's perspective, right? From a coach's perspective, I think that's 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 fine. That's good. But I, I just remember the 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 quarterback battle with with Jake Heaps and and Riley. You know, it was like a fresh of breath air when we when when Bronco and the staff and they said, like, "Well, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna have two quarterbacks start." And even though it wasn't one guy, we were just like, oh, it's done. Oh, cool. We could, we could all be friends now, you know. And at the time. you had to take sides sort of, yeah, right? No, we definitely took sides, man. I mean, I love Riley. Like, I, that's, my, that's, my, that's my dude. But I was going for Jake. And I'm like, Riley, I can't talk to you right now. Get away from me. You're in line. Like, you know, <laughs> like it's, 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 and it's, it's natural. It's, it's, it is what it is, right? And outside of, 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 of football, off the field, like we're we're boys, but it's like mm, I don't really want to sit by you at that table because you know this is my guy who I'm rooting for. And so when you have the coaches kind of break that, you're like, okay. And and I think it does something to the team as well. It's like okay, so Jake is the guy versus Riley. All right, let's go. Come on, Jake. Let's go. You you it's you 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 rally around that guy, right? And then you also look to that guy for leadership when when the offense or the the, the let's say the team is struggling for practice. We're like, all right, come on, Jake. Say something, you know, you're like, you're the man, you're the guy, you're the leader. So it, it just does something to, um, I, I think, your, your overall chemistry and understanding, okay, that's, the, that's our guy right there. Let's get behind him. Let's follow. Do you think that having like three to five guys in the mix could sever the team? Or will it be so wide it doesn't do that in, in this way that you're talking about where it's like, okay, Camp Jake, Camp Riley? Yeah, I think, I think it's, it'd be too wide, man. Um, yeah, the Jaron Hall people, yeah, right, yeah, it, the Joe Critchfield people. Yeah, it, it, it'd be too wide. Um, so I don't think you'd get that separation. There you go. Um, okay. But I think again, it's healthy and it's 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 natural. I don't think it's it's not a bad thing. At this juncture, and this is a totally personal feeling, I believe that Aaron Roderick has an idea of who he wants to be his starter right now. I think that he has put out the two week timetable because he wants the team to see what he is feeling inside. And to probably confirm that in fall camp, right? Yeah. I think I think he knows who of course, man. the starter is going to be. So every coach knows in any program, in any position battle. But I think he needs the team to see that, see what he is seeing. So are you inferring that it wouldn't be Tanner Mangum since he wasn't in spring? 
with that? No, nope, because, not because at all. would not you at all. start a guy that if you know that Tanner, Tanner's the guy, but you didn't see him? In, Aaron knows what Tanner is. Offense? Aaron knows what Tanner is. He's seen enough to know. Okay, so if it's Tanner or not, I I feel strongly. Eleven on eleven. I feel strongly. That's the He's part. seen game film. He knows. He knows they what they said. Megan they didn't is. watch last year. Aaron, come on, they watched. Come on. Come on. I'll call, I'll call him a liar. Yeah, come on, come on man. Okay. They watched him. He knows what Tanner Mangum is. They watched. They they they've he, seen all the game yeah. film, not just last season, previous seasons. But he you, said he didn't. You you. I mean, you have an idea, right? And you <laughs> kind of have that your guy. Like, okay, this is secretly deep down, and 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 this is the part that can help you or hurt you if you were recruited by the position coach, right? So like. When I came in, the DB battle. None of these guys were with this offense. Right, which, which, which is good, right? So when I came in, you know, we had the, the DB battle, right? That was the focus of camp. You know, with Coach Hill, I was the only one that Coach Hill had recruited. So deep down, he was like, oh, I'm rooting for this guy. Like, you know, when I'm, when I'm in practice, he's, hey, you know, it's going to be a 10-yard out. Boom, interception. Yay! Like, <laughs> oh, come on. Come <laughs> that's a true on. story, man. These are, ask, Brandon oh Bra- ask Brandon Bradley. It happens, you know. You got tipped off? Oh, yeah, all the time, man. Tipped pitches, tipped, if you will. Man, come on, man. It's like, oh, hey, Brian, sit this one out. I just want to give you a rest. Don't worry. Take a, take a breather. You go back in a couple plays. Let me know. When you're, okay. Because then he looks good. He looks good, right? He's like, wow. let's see. Yeah, that's my guy right there. But The story of how Brian Logan <laughs> actually won the starting <laughs> position in 09 against Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Hey, you know, I just it is what it is, man. It's I di- I didn't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just made the opponents look yeah. like fools. Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. Brian, great stuff, man. It's, we it's we have so much to ask you. We ran out of time. Another day. It's good to <laughs> have another you day. Back. Let's do this again. Let's not wait so long. All right, we can go another segment. I got, I got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Be ready. I'm having a baby soon. Be okay. ready. Hey, I'm ready, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Hey, coming up, Bo Hodge weighs in on the race to be the starting quarterback. And Between the Lines brings on the best of media day. Plus, fun day. It's game day for our team, Jerem. Yes, it is. In your World Cup date. Oh, hi, Lauren. Yeah, she knows. She knows what Team Croatia is all about. BYU Sports Nation friends, welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio National Simulcast on BYU TV. We're always on demand anytime, anywhere. And here are your top BYUSN stories. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. Peyton Dastrup has found a new home as a collegiate basketball player, announcing his commitment to play for the Oregon State Beavers. Dastrup announced that desire to transfer after the 2017-18 season. He played at BYU for a couple of seasons and played in all 32 games last season, though didn't get the minutes that he was hoping for. Big part of that, uh, we talked about Elijah Bryant, Yoli Childs against Utah. Peyton Dastrup had a huge role and helping the Cougars end that losing streak to Utah. That was the peak moment probably in the season. Taylor Cole pitched uh, an inning in the third for the AAA uh, Salt Lake Bees. He struck out one batter, gave up a hit. Bees won 9-6 over the Reno Aces. There you go. Uh, Time now, Jerem, for our team as we move to the World Cup date. Shall we start with Croatia, my friend? Let's do it. Croatia is already through. So today, regardless of what happens, they're going to the elimination round. Now, Argentina would love nothing more than for Croatia to do them a favor and help Argentina erase what has been a very forgettable World Cup to this date and somehow sneak into the elimination round. Mm-hmm. 
So it's good if you if you are an Argentina fan, then you root for Croatia to dominate today against Iceland. Uh, earlier results: Peru beat Australia two nothing. Denmark and France tied. 0 0. So they're both going so through. So Denmark and France were the heavy yeah, favorites they to advance from that group. and decided that uh, <laughs> neither would lose. No, I think they were good regardless. Okay. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, Iceland and Croatia play today. Croatia's all the way th- already through. Can Iceland surprise the Croats in a we don't need it game? Now, what's fun about this format, and we were talking about this yesterday, the simultaneous games. Oh, it's great. In the World Cup. Because then no one can just mail it in. Make it both super have crazy. It, probably. Yes. Like, we watched, uh, it was Iran and Portugal and Spain and Morocco. And it, fun, it got man. super weird the last 10 minutes of game I time. I love when it gets super yes, weird. That's where the fun absolutely. is. absolutely. The parody involved is really fun. Regular normal activity is boring. Let's get weird. Yeah, so we'll see what happens uh, with Nigeria and Argentina and then Iceland and Croatia. Like, hopefully there's a weird moment today. Oh, there will be. Uh, yeah, our team kicks off right at the end of BYU Sports Nation. So as soon as you finish uh, watching us or listening to us, Flip on the World Cup. And I think it's an hour Croatia. after us. Or an hour. The coverage starts right after BYU Sports Nation. Excuse me. Way to uh, pump Fox. What starts right now. Hey, I didn't, I didn't say that. You said, you said the network. Everyone knows what channel it's on. It's time now for Between the Lines. And if you've ever wondered what goes on between live shows on BYU Football Media Day, you're going to find out right now as we welcome Lauren Frankham back into Studio B. BYU Sports Nation presents Between the Lines. <laughs> there she is, ladies Thank and here gentlemen. I, here I am. Just stare at me Hope for a you're minute. good, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Hope you're good, Spitz. Well, anyway, the media give you the stats and the storylines. We're giving you an inside look into the players' personalities with a few raps and a whole lot of random. This is the best of the web chats. Welcome back to the 2018 BYU Football Media Day Between the Lines web chats. Most people eat till they're full. I eat till my mouth gets tired. We'll have to let them know. Oh, you get the two big athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Another donor. LeBron James. I will take LeBron James at quarterback right now. <laughs> I do I do cut a lot of the guy's hair. How did you acquire that skill? That's... How did you acquire that information? I would say, she said, do you love me? I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> You can do anything. Aparte, el espíritu está Siempre dice. That was a good strategy. Um, I'm actually feeling stronger now than I did before the injury, and so I've really made it a priority to get healthy. All right, today offense, we're gonna come in, gonna work on stretch. Stretch is our install for today. Coach Pugh. Coach Grimes. The one thing we'd always try and catch like a salamander or something. We had like a sand pit, and Tristan and I would like build little like houses for them. You kind of have a Robert Pattinson look going Robert on. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, oh, just wow. the hair. Yeah. Hey, and yours, Tom. You have great hair. Thank you. Yeah. Who was the famous women's rights leader who was arrested for voting? Women's rights leader who was arrested for voting. Rosa Parks and Beyonce. Oh, both no, incorrect. Thanks. Why do you only write with black markers? Terribly OCD and very particular. <laughs> and not only OCD, <laughs> but ADD but too. ADD. <laughs> Butch, he's, he's just a natural born leader. Butch makes the perfect clay. Say that one more time. Butch makes the perfect clay. Butch makes the perfect clay. Good work. 
2018 BY Cougars. You know we finna win. Squally Canada, go ahead and put me in. Jack and Tua, scoring touchdowns all day. Uh, 408, y'all really from the Bay. Gotta represent all W's on this side. Hey, red car every time I go to ride. My hair it just really reminds me of a young Simba. It is. It's lion's mane. There, especially. Yeah, that's really nice. We're gonna have you guys watch a play. And you're gonna have to do the play-by-play. -play. Okay, I'm not. Turn. I'm not Greg Bell. Uh, number five, Wisconsin takes a takes a toss, and oh, number one, Troy Warner with the tackle. Oh, and he's hyped. He's getting his teammates hyped. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Joining Jamal Williams, we have BYU All Star Fred Warner, the greatest oh, hey, linebacker hey. in BYU history. We actually had a reporter following you around. Mm. After you signed your deal, really? So we know the first thing that you bought. So we we have a picture. We're gonna pull okay, it up yeah, for you. Let's, let's take a look. Yeah. There you go. Oh, they got you. Oh, yeah. Jamal, we got one more of you. Like, photo. You're oh, on that's your yacht. Up. First <laughs> You're of on all. your yacht. Y'all got, oh, that's it how y'all feel. Jamal, Fred's new hairstyle is blank. <laughs> <laughs> is Fred's what? new hairstyle is blank. Yeah, is, is blank. What would you, what how would you feel in the blank? What would you call me earlier? Well, he looked like a pineapple. <laughs> Who's the biggest mama's boy? Who we got? Braun. Brody boy. Oh, the loser. What? <laughs> I said Devin. Devin. She still butters her what? She still butters his waffles. Well, of course. Well, we have the opportunity. Get set. Go. They right got, now, they got one Corbin more. is literally thinking I'm the best at everything. Corbin I can do it all. More. Devin's saying I need to prove myself to these people <laughs> that are watching right now. Okay. Don't go! Corb. Yeah! Yeah! Oh man, I love my job. If you want to see the web chats in their entirety, make sure you go to the BYU TV Sports YouTube page and follow us on Twitter at BYU underscore BTL. Next week on Between the Lines, we're going to do a World Cup special with the men's soccer team and a few other people that have no idea how to play soccer. Okay. I think you should just go with more of best of web chats. That was funny. Yeah, that like, was awesome. There was so much personality there. And and when the Kafusi brothers were together, I just barely realized that it was the Kafusis that I heard because I was walking back to my <laughs> office and I heard people screaming and yelling and I was like, what's going on it out there? It was the Kafusis. There it were about 100 people around watching that too. Yeah. So we were told that Devin actually got sick for his sister's wedding the next day because he ate too many donuts. My apologies, Devin. But it was worth it. Was it worth it won. to win? He won, right? Yeah, he won. Yeah. They're so competitive. Any, I mean, they they would risk anything to beat each other in something. <laughs> we, yeah, we hung out. Mom at their still house. butters his waffles. <laughs> that was funny. He's like, when you have the opportunity. That was his, that was his answer to that. And like, that's what they're like all the time. Yeah. So we we shot a commercial at their house, not only with the with Corbin and Bronson, but with Jamal Williams. Like we're like in a closet commentating Jamal. Like the commercial, one. you're in you're in That's, Corbin's we're room. We're in Corbin's right? room. Yeah, and this is yeah. De Devin's there before his mission. Like they're just like that all the time. And Alexis played basketball for BYU, and Daryl was a like goalkeeper. True to form. Just like the mom's the mayor, and they're just like the the greatest family. We asked who lifted the most, and they all wrote Alexis. I meant of the oh, three no, brothers, they legit, turn around dude. and all say Alexis. She's so strong. She's really strong. She's they, have, they have a family gym time on Saturday morning. No <laughs> yeah, like, joke. like my family watches television. Yeah. They go to the gym. <laughs> they, go to, that's they, the go to, they go work out and yeah. then they have breakfast up. That's, that's the Kafusi Saturday morning. They are large human beings. Yes. Hey, great job charged. with that. That was a lot of fun. Thanks, guys. Good stuff. Thanks for utilizing my ideas as well.
About the haircut? Yeah. Yeah, and he was super creeped out by me. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Coming up, more compelling sports content like you just saw. And uh, yes. the voice of the nation response. Uh, we heard a little bit from Bo Hodge in between the lines with Lauren Frank, and we're going to hear some more as he goes one-on-one with Jason Shepard. Is he going to be the guy? Is he the guy? If they go one-on-one, Bo will win. That's true. This is BYU Sports News. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Live from Studio B, this is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. Our daily BYUSN rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. Our question of the day, who is your BYU Sports MVP for the 2017-18 season? Tammy Wilson on Facebook. Sarah Hampson. She made an impact in two sports as a freshman, volleyball and point. basketball. She led the country in blocked shots as a true freshman. Could Maybe be, she's the rookie of the year. She could be the rookie of the Absolutely. year. Absolutely. I don't know about MVP, but rookie of the year? Oh, she's right there. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, I saw Sarah uh, early this morning as I walked into work. She's still tall and will probably block a lot more shots. What if she wasn't tall? Then that would be That'd really That would be really weird. odd, right? Be really weird. Yeah. Hashtag BYUS on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to answer that question. More of your responses coming up. Right now, from Media Day, we had Jason Shepard, who was compared to Andy Bernard from The Office at some point during Media Day. Kind of quirky. I get it. Okay. Yep. He's, yep. Someone Nard said dog. he's a mix between uh, Jason Bourne and Andy Bernard. That's a weird mix. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. That's Jason, man. We love him. Yes, we do love Jason Shepard, and uh, we love him for his efforts Particularly here, going one-on-one with one of the quarterback hopefuls, Bo Hodge. How is the off-season, and I'm not even sure if there really is an off-season anymore for you guys, but how's the off-season treating you overall? It's been good. It's been really good. Um, Between player-run practices and and working out, things have been really good. Um, We feel like, you know, the big point, the emphasis after spring was let's not drop off, let's build off of what we just did. I think we've done a really good job of that. in regards from everybody getting bigger, stronger, faster, and then also progressing in the offense as well. From a health standpoint, how do you feel right now? Good. I'm 100% healthy, yeah. and I'm, I'm happy to feel that way. <laughs> it, it makes a difference, doesn't it? I mean, such a, I would imagine the mental aspect of, of being injured, when you don't have to worry about that, it just opens everything up for you. Yeah, no, it's been, you said it, it's, it's a freeing feeling to not have to worry about all right, today i got to get into rehab to do this and this and this. I can just focus solely on football and on being with teammates, encouraging guys, and you know, getting excited for this next season. Give everybody an idea. You mentioned the player-run practices. Give everybody an idea on, on really what happens in those and, and how those have been going for this team in particular. Yeah, so what we do, we're, we're very structured with it. Um, the coaches gave us a good a good mold to go off of in this in the spring, and that's what we'll do. Everybody has their individual time. We'll work tracks. We'll work all the all the stations we would in a normal practice. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with PRPs and the off season, guys have jobs, school, things to get to. So we shorten it and condense it a little bit. But we we do a good job of getting to team seven on seven, all those things, and it, it's good when we get to you know overlap with the defense sometimes when they're able to kind of set theirs up at the same time as us. So it's been. It's been really beneficial. I think it's going to pay off this upcoming year. Obviously, everybody wants to know who the quarterback's going to be and who's going to be the starter. Has there been a day 
say in the last three months where somebody has not asked you the question who's going to be the starting quarterback? Yeah, there's been plenty of days I get to. Really? Yeah, that surprises me. Yeah, window washing with talent. No one knows who we are, (laughs) and we just get to go about our business. And um, yeah, we're not we're not the the faces of the the team or anything like that. So we just we go under the radar, wash some windows. No one knows who we are, and. We're just workers at that point. So, By all accounts, though, you guys – and by the way, I, I, I follow him on Instagram, and I, I see these pictures of him you know, washing windows. He's on top of houses, and it's very impressive. You clearly don't have a fear that's of heights. That's how you know I'm healthy. That's how you know I'm healthy. We're climbing on roofs and stuff. That's right. That's right. So by all accounts, though, everybody involved in the quarterback room is handling this the right way. Everybody seems to genuinely like everybody yeah. and want the best for the position. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's – not just a quarterback thing. That's a team-wide thing. Everybody that is on this team and Coach Grimes and our staff, they've come in, done an incredible job of that, making sure that everybody's on board with this team. And in our meetings, you know, after spring, I think everybody probably talked about it with Coach Grimes and their position coaches that we don't care who scores the touchdowns versus Arizona or against whoever we're playing. We just care that we're scoring touchdowns and we're scoring points and that we're doing, doing a good job and winning games. All right, Bo, appreciate the time. Stay safe on top of those houses. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks. Listen, running a four-four, throwing touchdowns and washing some windows. Vo Hodge, the window washer. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Is there some way we can tie that into a real football nickname? Like, well, you, and you know what I wish BYU did more. They used to make these cool posters for the programs, like really creative and and funny and corny, and they're great. Can there be some? Tie-in with window yeah, washer is it, and Bo Is it time to no bring idea. back the cheesy poster era? I would I know love the guy that. to talk to. I would love that. I know the guy to talk to. Yeah, Tim McTire with a huge, like, monster truck wheel. The the, yeah, the McTire. Yes, just cheesy, funny. I had all those up as a kid. Rob Freight Train Morris. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Coming up, a former Cougar is heading to the great Northwest. And Jerem. The elite, or should I say monumental, voice of the day. It's a well-written tease. Shout out to Ben Bagley. This is BYU Sports Nation. Between the Lines is brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan. Think Nissan. Think Tim Daly Southtown. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com. For help when you need it most. Shout out to today's guests, the always entertaining Brian Logan and Bo Hodge, with Jason Shepard, of course. Hey, Dennis Pitta, what's up, man? Sorry, we ran out of time. If you missed any of today's show, you can download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play coming up this week. He's a champ in Europe, Brandon Davies, and of course, the man who makes the best magazine for preseason college football, Phil Steele. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Basketball. Many a single girl's hearts are broken as Peyton Dastrop announces he is transferring to Oregon State. Dastrop played two seasons at the BYU. Cougars in the minors. Brendan Lund had an RBI double for the AA Mobile Bay Bears in an 11-3 loss to the Tennessee Smokies. And Taylor Cole pitched an inning in a third for the AAA Salt Lake Bees, striking out one and giving up a hit. The Bees beat the Reno Aces 9-6. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who deserves the Rise and Shout today? Good question. Brian Logan for gaining five pounds. Showing off his uh, his biceps. He's made gains, man. (laughs) He's made gains. For for looking that good and doing zero cardio. That's hard to do. Yeah, exactly.
Maybe Brooke from the softball team. Who knows? <laughs> Our question of the day, who is your BYU Sports MVP for the 2017-18 season? At Will Cheshire Cat on Instagram. Yoli and Elijah for basketball. And yeah, yeah Yoli Bryant. That's, man. Yoli Bryant. Been quite a few of those responses. I thought I thought yours was going to be unique, the combo, but people have come in with the combo. As I've discovered throughout my life, Spencer, I'm just not that unique. Yeah. Okay. Well, in some ways, you are very unique. That's what my mom told me. <laughs> Tyson Peterson on Twitter. For me, I think TJ Haas was the leadership of BYU basketball. The numbers might not show it, but watching him play, I felt he was guiding the team throughout the season. Okay. Well, there's an off-the-radar answer, Speaking huh? of unique, okay. yeah, that's a unique answer. The elite slash monumental voice of the day. From Amy Bangerter-Jones on Facebook, Fred Warner was a rare bright spot in a very dark football season. Kind of how I was going with Matt Bushman as my rookie of the year. And for basketball buzzer beaters, give it to Eli San Francisco game. I feel like we should read that one with the piano music. Do you have the piano music? <laughs> we don't have time for the piano music. We don't? We have a minute and 15 seconds. Okay, fine. Do it. Fred Warner was a rare bright spot in a very dark football season. And for basketball buzzer beaters... Give it to Eli. This is BYU Sports. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> think, things are better with the piano music, are they not? Or they're worse. <laughs> <laughs> or they're worse. I, we, did, we did get one response. I don't know if it's to the Twitter question or not. I just said, why can't Braden back replay fullback? Well, he after that hit fullback? he delivered against San Jose State, maybe he deserves the MVP vote, well, right? He does play fullback. By the way, I've always wondered what the story is with his last name. His grandpa is from Baghdad. Yeah. Yeah. No, he has an Iraqi Le- backdrop. Legit. I was like, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. The show's on BYUSN.com. The Iraqi El Bakri? <laughs> okay. Can we do that? I think you just did. <laughs> For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Bill Marriott. He's a star in the 60s, Jerem. 67 days, 67. Great.